Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102 with me, Nicola Barden, and I have the opportunity of an unbelievable lifetime. I'm chatting to someone from Hollywood who is an A-list Hollywood legend star. You know, there's no words to describe this man. It's I, I'm so lucky to be chatting to James Brolin. You may know him from Westworld. You may know him from I'll Be Home for Christmas. You may know him from Life in Pieces. You may know him from Traffic, Capricorn One, the Amityville Heart. Like the list goes on and on. Maybe you know him as Barbara Streisand's husband. Um, whichever. It's he is a, a genuine, genuine legend, and he spoke to me at one a.m. 
in America. Um, yesterday we had a chat, we pre-recorded this little number here and I think you're going to have a great time. We don't have time for the entire interview but I'm going to put the rest of it up on podcast so come and find us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. The Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden. So, here I am chatting to Mr James Brolin. I can't believe you're talking to me this late in the night over um, in America. Fair play to you. Well, me and the wife have a bad habit of staying up till two, two and three during this whole COVID thing. Our, our hours are just way off. So you're, are you staying up having a glass of wine or are you watching TV or just chatting? Uh, you're usually watching TV and seeing all the news of everything that's gone wrong. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot uh, of that. But, you know, I'm a I'm an optimist, so I uh, so I you know I always feel like uh, these trains come through town. Sometimes they stop a little too long, but they finally leave. Yeah, well, that's that's the hope we all have, isn't it? That it'll eventually leave. Yeah, yeah. How has lockdown been treating you and the family? No, it's fine. It's it's just that uh, you know uh, we're seniors, and so we better uh, we better watch it because I just heard worldwide that there are four hundred thousand additional dead in the last ten weeks worldwide. You know, Terrifying. that's a scary number for you. You know, you're as you said, you guys are seniors, so. While we all see you as, you know, icons and stuff, you are still normal people as well. And you do still have to look after your your health and and watch your, I suppose, watch where you're going and watch who's coming into your house as well. Yeah, yeah. And we're, you know, we're pretty careful and all our friends are pretty careful. And we know peripheral people that have not had such good luck or been a little sloppy. You just have to be sloppy once in the wrong place, right? But uh, anyway, life is, you know, I mean, life being um, confined like this is we live on the ocean's fronts uh, on a cliff overlooking the water. So uh, it's starting to turn in like a mandatory vacation. You know, we're kind of <laughs> going, what's it going to be like to have to go back back to work, which I love. I love every day of my work, but I am getting spoiled sitting here. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm quite jealous of you. We don't really have uh, ocean weather here in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. You know that I shot a Roger Corman movie back, gosh, it was... Uh, Right around uh, the 2000, 1999 or something in um, in Connemara and Galway, up there anyway, up in that area, and I was there for a month and a half and two months, and uh, and that movie, I, I just found it, I thought it had long disappeared, and I just found it on Amazon Prime for, you know, anybody that's got a, uh, a membership uh, can... Watch it over and over. I just I just saw it for the first time in 10 years, just a little bit of it, you know. And what's it called? My Brother's War. It's about two two brothers in the IRA that see everything completely differently. I Hopefully you had a good experience while you were over here. Totally. Totally great experience, yeah. It wasn't until I got, I got home and had to fight for a good director's cut that, that it went south, but uh, I won, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. You have done so many films that every person I spoke to and I said I was speaking to you, they had named a different movie they knew you from, a different TV show they knew you from. 
My kids figured out, they sat down and they figured out between directing and acting and sitting around on a set waiting for, uh, you know, some short day. I've been on um, working on movie sets 9,500 days of my life, and I still love it. I just love that the fact that the people are all handpicked because they always give a little more than you ask for. They don't just punch out in eight hours and are gone. They always leave you with more than you asked and and that's why they're hired you know there's kind of a there's a preferred list for crew in in um in the business and um i just love working around because i'm that way you know I'll, I'll get hired for something and i'll just work as fast as i can till the job is done and never try and get out of a date in fact i've never i've never of all those days i've never missed a day from being sick I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I'm so lucky. I owe it all to them, you know. I've been sick, but I went to work anyway and covered it up, you know, with whatever. If it was a cold, I'd just uh, douse myself with cold pills and and just do it and try not to let anybody know I felt bad, you know. Unfortunately, you can't do that in these days, and that's probably why Hollywood is kind of on is still on lockdown. Oh boy, it sure is. And the few, it seems like uh, quite, quite, I don't know, I have uh, a granddaughter that's working on Yellowstone up in Montana, and so far they're holding pretty good. They've been shooting now for at least a month and a half, but a lot of these started up shooting and then had to shut down immediately because somebody, or one, uh, somebody prominent got sick or several crew got sick and everybody just shut it down because they've got insurance companies now with a, you know, they send a cop, uh, a, you know, a senior figure from an insurance company to to watch, to cut their cost, you know, so they'll send everybody home if somebody sneezes, you know. <laughs> and, you know, they have these, they have the sets roped off uh, and uh, everybody has a mask except uh, except the person that's, that's in front of the camera. And so they get pretty adamant about these things, but it's, you know, it's easy to make a mistake. Your career is, is going back so many years now. You have been through so many different mm. waves of Hollywood, but is this the strangest time? The strangest time. I just cannot imagine. And I've gone through periods where I didn't work for a year. You know, I wanted to, but, you know, there just weren't any jobs. And then I've gone where I work, you know, seven years straight and hardly am ever home. And uh, but regardless, to to know that uh, nobody, everybody's at home, I'm all the agents are everybody's working from at home. So how do you get anything really done? You know? That well, that's it. I don't know. like. We all have been on Zoom calls and stuff. I just don't know how table reads work in that sense. Because if you're doing a comedy, <laughs> you need to bounce off somebody, and you don't want the twenty second delay on the internet. That's right. That's right. It's a new world right now. Anyway, all I can do is I have I have uh, four scripts that I have had not written, but I've. I really fell for that other people wrote, and I'm rewriting them till they are saleable. And so now I'm shopping. Um, while I'm here, I'm not only consistently rewriting all of them, but I'm shopping. My agent is, you know, at least using the phone. Um, got interest uh, out of London at this point, and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, it'll, you know, like. Uh, like I said, they say this is going to stay with us longer than we think, but uh, 
it'll eventually, you know, it'll be, we'll be saying, oh, remember when? (laughs) Can you imagine how many movies and TV shows are going to have coronavirus episodes or themes after this all ends? Oh, boy. (laughs) I know. <laughs> yeah, where are you, by the way? Are you in Dublin? Yeah, I'm in Dublin. Yeah, I really enjoyed my time there, and I, I thought for sure that I would be back a few times. The closest I've been since I was there and shot was uh, my wife and I rented a van and drove from the Isle of Skye to Devon. Oh, so you did like and all along the that- west coast of the UK. Yeah, yeah, and the Lake District stayed there, and you know, just thing from a, a, you know, I love the road, I love driving. So she is, she's had to sit there while I. Actually, when we first uh, were married, we got a pickup truck and drove half of the United States, all of the Indian country and all of the different places, which, you know, she, being from New York, she had never done anything quite like that, you know. I have a pickup truck and I have a sports car and I have, what do you want? I, I got it because uh, <laughs> I just love to drive. Do you have a nice van that you could drive the west coast of Ireland? We could start you in Donegal and you could go through Connemara down to Kerry and Cork. That would be nice. But, you know, yeah, no, I'm I'm ready to go. Uh, but, you know, everything is is rentable and then just let them hose it out after you're done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although I think people in Ireland would have a fair bit of a shock if they saw yourself and Barbara, you know, pulling into a petrol station on the West Coast here. Well, we did it. We were both living in Connemara for... She was there for at least a couple of weeks of the six six or eight weeks I was there. And uh, God, everybody was just so kind and friendly. And we'd go into Galway and uh, there was a, I can't remember the name of it, there was a favorite restaurant. And every time we, we we'd, were in there quite a few times, every time we were in there, there was this, I think they had a disc player with, uh, you know, a, a CD player with only uh, six or eight CDs that they owned, and they kept playing the same one over and over again. And she looked at me, she said, you know, that would be beautiful music for your movie. And I got back, I asked about it, and I found out that um, Secret Garden, this album, had gone platinum in Europe. And uh, I was lucky I ended up getting it for the movie, you know. In other words, the whole point is, is we would go into Galway and eat at this restaurant and everybody was just, everybody's just so polite over there you know there's no they kind of uh, didn't go you know overly crazy (laughs) (laughs) it's not like the fans that you would see in America you know screaming running down the road after you yeah 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 as we know with all our Trump voters there's a few nuts around We do. It is uh, funny for us to watch um, from here and see that, you know, with America, obviously with your election coming up and some of the videos we see coming out, we're like, like, I love America. It's one of my favourite places to visit. And yet you see some people are slightly on the crazy scale. Oh, boy, I'll tell you. And and you can show them some of the truth and the nasty facts and they just will not buy it. Some people are just so stuck in the mud that... uh, it's it's kind of hard to believe. I even know some quite what I think is quite intelligent people that still love this guy, and um, 
he is a good salesman, but uh, he's also like a carny, you know, he's a snake oil salesman, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see some of the things he says and you think, oh, this is going to be the thing that, you know, ends his presidency. And then he gets a surge in voters and you just think... What? Or, you know, one of the great tricks is he starts new trouble the next day and then they forget what he did the day before. They just <laughs> deal, you know, he's just got so many new tricks up his sleeve that it's just wild. He, he starts a fire and puts it out and then says, see, I put the fire out. <laughs> You could you could nearly play him in a movie. You have him down. You know exactly what his mentality is. I don't know. That's one I'll pass on, I think. <laughs> I <laughs> but don't... I'll tell you what, I think someday somebody's going to make a damn funny movie out of it. Oh, yeah. I see that Brendan Gleeson is yeah. playing him in uh, the Comey rules that you guys, I think it's airing in American TV. Oh, that's good. I love Brendan wonderful. In fact, I have a role in one of my movies. I think he'd be great for of us. Old Southern uh, Senator. I'd love to hear him with a deep South accent, you know. Oh, I think he'd be brilliant in that. That'd actually be amazing. He would. He would. Did yeah. You guys are so, you know, over the the British and the Irish are all so good at our accents. They're better than we are, you know. I'm, I'm tempted that when I leave this phone call, I'm going to have your accent in my head and I'm, I'm going to make sure I don't accidentally say it when I'm in the shop and people will be like, why is she putting on that American accent? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I thought you were quite Americanized when you first picked up the phone. So... Um, <laughs> you know, you don't, you know, because when I was over there, I'd have sometimes I'd have to ask people, you know, two or three times what they just said to me. You know, they the lilt was so thick, and and, and actually, yeah, some of the real Belfast uh, original accents are quite different, aren't they? Oh yeah, if they speak very fast, you have yeah, to uh, nod. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all, but every once in a while, boy, you hit one that's, you know, I don't know if it's what, just like uh, our s- Southern Hill people or what, but we have trouble sometimes understanding our own uh, dialects here, you know, so I imagine it's kind of the same. But I really love to tell a story, you know. Mm. In, um, you did uh, your dir- directorial debut with your son, with, with Josh, and that was My Brother's War, and obviously did really, really well. Yeah, they were Irish short days. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't shoot till after 8.30 because there wasn't enough light. And then at 4.30, we'd lose the light again. They were really short days in the winter. I think I had 28, 28 or 29 days on that one. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised I got over there and I went, boy, you know, we, it's still dark and it's 7 o'clock. <laughs> you know? <laughs> in the morning, you know. <laughs> Well, what was Josh like and you having to direct him because obviously you know being your son he probably wanted to answer you back as his dad but then you're like well I'm actually the boss today well I, he was in a mood right then he said how can I help you I said well I haven't finished writing what you do and well hurry up and send it to me because I got the time and so we got along just great on that nowadays uh, he's the father and I'm the son you know <laughs> uh, he's got this huge career going on he just goes from one thing to the other he's just finishing dune now and i think he's gonna do a 10-hour a western series like one of those 10-hour minis all completed in one year next and um he's a busy boy 
I'm real proud, I must say. Well, my daughter actually went to me. She was a piano player when she went to um, Berkeley College of Music in Boston, and she graduated uh, with a business uh, and music degree, and then now she's a jewelry designer who will, if she has time, will will come with me and assist me on a picture if I'm directing. That's crazy right there. And then I have another son who works for a charity, and uh, he's that kind of the happiest of all. He has no schedule whatsoever, but show up to work and then go back to bed afterwards, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, when you love one of those jobs, you just at five o'clock you just leave and that's it until nine a.m. the next morning. That's it. That's absolutely right. You know, the rest of us are always scratching all all the time, going, "What do What do we got next?" You know, and yeah, but I, like I say, I think he's the he's got a regular schedule. That's the way he wants it, and he's kind of the happiest and most settled of all. You know. And yet some, some people might look at your age and say, oh, well, look at I'd be happy to settle and not do any work now. But you're you're nonstop, like you're ta- still taking on projects, as you said, and you're directing and you're going to be narrating uh, the new Netflix, the DC Comics series as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think they're shooting over in New Zealand right now and they'll they'll be starting to send those things but I'll be narrating and supposedly the main character I'm him as an older man you know so that's why the narration you know and uh, I don't think I'll ever be on camera on that that was just something that kind of came up and uh, yeah why not especially during this period of uh, where we're at home resting I did uh, one episode Anyway, that that's that's the kind of a job that takes uh, you know two hours an episode and you're done. So that's easy, easy money. <laughs> you're like that work isn't um, really stressful. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Uh, this uh, having to write and try to sell and then and then go off somewhere and prep and shoot a movie. That's a that's a whole totally intense. Um, five months of your life for sure once you get a green light you know is there something you're working on the moment that you're really passionate about well uh i yeah i have a one of the scripts that uh, i rewrote ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And that's what I'm doing. I'm refining it now, hoping that as soon as we're all in the clear, that we'll be off shooting it. So that's what I'm doing. Otherwise, I mean, my day is free now because there's nowhere to go. 
And yet I feel kind of in some ways busier. I sometimes, you know, when I get a job, especially if it's off somewhere as an actor, I get a ticket somewhere and I don't have to think about anything but that job. Learn those lines, figure out how you're going to deliver them, be available in a hotel room somewhere. And it's almost like a vacation. Staying home is like a lot of work, and it seems like the day is so full. Even though I got nothing to do, somehow it just fills up or your mind fills up. But the minute I get a job, I feel almost relieved, like, okay, oh, the gate's open. I get to go play, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you get to go and take your mind off things. It's like backwards. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like I feel so lucky to be in this this business, and uh, it has not been, you know, every once in a while you run into a cuckoo, but uh, it's, it's easy to play games with them and avoid them and all that stuff, you know. It's not as bad as all the press makes it out to be. Yeah. You're, you've you've had a lucky you've had a good streak a good career where you haven't been you know em, embroiled in any controversies or anything like that and yourself and Barbara are no, just happy no. living uh, out your lives now. they've tried many times you know they've tried many times but uh, after a while I think everybody especially as a couple you know we've been together 24 years after a while they start giving up <laughs> we see now after that length everybody wants to know your secret they want to know how you are so happy and still in love after this length of time uh, good negotiators you know and I had uh, I had an opportunity to practice with some other women before what didn't work out and uh, <laughs> y- you know your parents never teach you any of this stuff do they no all perfect. you can do is Emulate the good ones and um, and try and be uh, try and get your ego out of the way and learn to be a, a learn to forgive and be a good negotiator and or you'll just keep changing partners. It's just the way life is. Well, there we have it. Some exclusive: how to make sure your marriage works. Be a good negotiator. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> James, it's been so amazing to talk to you. Especially, I, I know you're up so late there, and I really appreciate it. Is there is there anything that you um w- you would suggest any fans who are like now listening, going, God, I love James. I must go back and watch one of his movies or TV shows. Is there one that you're especially proud of that you think people should rewatch? There were there were several that I was proud of way back. You know, mm-hmm. that are still interesting. When I played Clark Gable. Yeah. Old Gable and Lombard. Um, when I played Ronald Reagan in The Reagans, I never thought I could do either one of those and somehow literally got coerced into doing them and I figured it, it was the end of my career. Um, but they, they both ended up kind of favorite projects, you know. And of course, Westworld and Capricorn One were mm-hmm. great successes. And Amityville, you know, well, that was that was just one of those things. Somebody, I was in New York shooting a film, and somebody said they are interested in you for this book called Amityville Horror. And I heard what it was, and I thought, you know, that's not my kind of movie and everything. But they said, well, just read the novel, because there's no script. And I was reading the novel in the middle of the night, and I had to be to work in the morning, but I was so taken by this, I, I couldn't put it down. And at two or three in the morning, I, I would come in. It was a very hot uh, August night, 
and I hung my pants on the top of the door when I came in. Anyway, it was three in the morning when my pants decided to slip off the door and fall on the floor. (laughs) And I was up. I'm surprised I didn't hit my head on the ceiling. I was up so fast. And I just, that was the moment I said, well, uh, I guess I got to do this movie. (laughs) It, It is engaging. So Amityville, you know, and and then it ended up the biggest uh, grossing independent film of all time at that at that time yeah. at that year. And it became so, something that people yeah. like massive following, like huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's still effective, not for me, but I guess it is for other people. I, I was just fascinated again, just just going on uh, Amazon Prime and looking at uh, My Brother's War um, for as little as we had to work with, and how good uh, an actor named Patrick Foy, who I don't know if he's an actor still there in um, Dublin, but uh, he was just absolutely wonderful and. Uh, uh, if he's listening, I wish him all the best and I miss him. Oh, well, we'll d- Irish listeners with Amazon Prime will have to go on and watch that now and they can have a look at Connemara and Galway and just be like, oh, I think I'll go there on my little staycation and uh, and then get yeah, to see Yeah, great. great. Okay. <laughs> That's sweet. Well, Thank you. James, you've been such a delight to talk to. I wish you all the best and say hello to your fabulous family from me and... I do oh, thank hope you, we get you over to Ireland when this craziness stops. Me too. Oh, I would just love, and as a matter of fact, if there's a project that I could do in Ireland, I would just, I would just move a mountain to do that. So, and in the meantime, we'll come over there on a vacation. Oh, I'm going to send this to all the different directors I know. I'll be like, James wants to come to Ireland. Here is your chance. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thanks a million. You look after yourself and stay safe. All right, you too. Bye. 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 Hollywood legend James Berlin there on Dublin's Q102. Yes, I did get chatting to James Berlin. I guess still, still in shock. Still in shock. That's all we have time for here on the weekend, Buzz. I will be back with you next Saturday from 7. Good luck. Look after yourself. Stay safe. Wear your mask and wash your hands. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.